The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. A leper came to Jesus and kneeling down begged him and said, If you wish, you can make me clean. Moved with pity, he stretched out his hand, touched him, and said to him, I do will it be made clean. The leprosy left him immediately, and he was made clean. Then, warning him sternly, he dismissed him at once. He said to him, See that you tell no one anything, but go, show yourself to the priest, and offer for your cleansing what Moses prescribed. That will be proof for them. The man went away and began to publicize the whole matter. He spread the report abroad so that it was impossible for Jesus to enter a town openly. He remained outside in deserted places, and people kept coming to him from everywhere. The Gospel of the Lord. When the actor Alec Guinness, who most of us would probably know as the original Obi-Wan Kenobi in the first Star Wars, though he was a distinguished actor, so we should recognize him for other things that he did, like winning an Academy Award, but when he was on set of a film in France, early in his career, he was portraying a priest. And one day he decided to go from the set to his lodging in costume. So he's dressed like a priest and he's walking through this small French village. And as he's walking through in his cassock, a little boy sees him and is absolutely ecstatic to see a priest. Runs up to him, greets him, walks with him, holds his hand along the way. When he gets to where he's going, the little boy leaves him, runs off, skipping as he goes. And Alec Guinness was in absolute shock. He wasn't a priest. He didn't speak French, and yet this little boy trusted him, loved him, and cherished the fact that there was a priest. And it stirred up something in Alec Guinness. He thought to himself, if me simply wearing the vestiges of the priesthood can have such an impact on a small child, how much more so? can the actual Catholic priesthood have on the world and on me? And it actually began his gradual conversion to the Catholic faith. And would that we all had such powerful encounters with the Catholic priesthood. But before I go any further, it's important for us to remember that in our Catholic faith, we believe that through baptism, all of us, share in the priesthood, the common priesthood of Jesus Christ. Oftentimes, we just ascribe to the sacramentally ordained priests 
the priesthood. And in a special way, we are in relationship. We as priests, as sacramental priests, are in relationship with Jesus Christ, the high priest. But all of us participate through our baptism in the priesthood of Jesus Christ. And so would that we all, in our own lives, walk into the world and through that priesthood that comes from Jesus Christ have that impact as Alec Guinness in a costume did on a child. But oftentimes our encounter with the priesthood, both the common priesthood of all believers in Jesus and the sacramental priesthood, is like what we heard in the first reading. We encounter division. We encounter the mindset where we have to protect our faith, where anything that's coming from outside is something that we don't want. We don't want uncleanness. We don't want sin. We don't want those other things coming into our safe little bubble. We need to protect what is holy. We need to keep others out. And oftentimes, we either do this on our own, to the exclusion of others, or we are the excluded. And this is never a good place to be, and it's unsettling, and it's offensive. But what does Jesus show us today? Jesus shows us what his priesthood is. In the Old Testament, in the Old Law, God sets up the priesthood through the tribe of Levi. It's an exclusive group that takes care of worship, the rituals, the sacrifices, keeps the community safe. But what is the priesthood of Jesus Christ? It's for all. Jesus as a priest, Jesus in sharing his priesthood with us, not only heals the unclean, he goes to him and touches him. In Jewish law, he makes himself unclean. This is what the power of Jesus' priesthood is. It's not just about healing. It's about becoming one with the unclean, drawing them to himself, making them clean, and sending them forth. This is the incarnation. Jesus stoops down to us. He doesn't shy away from our brokenness. He doesn't shy away from our uncleanness. He embraces it. He touches it. He draws it to himself He makes it new. He heals. He transforms. He builds. And this is the priesthood to which we are all called. This healing, this transformative, this constructive priesthood that goes out. Pope Francis talks about this, especially at the beginning of his papacy, which is about five years ago, about the church being a field hospital. A church being the place where anyone who is broken, anyone who is sick, anyone who is unclean can come. They can hear the truth. They can know the love of God. And through that, they can be made clean. They can be made pure. They can be transformed. But here's the rub. Here's the challenge for each and every one of us. Is that yes, we are all priests, but we are all lepers as well. We are all unclean. We are all broken. We are all in need of being made clean. We do not clean ourselves. The church fathers, in commenting on this, one of them says that the reason that Jesus says to this leper today, do not go out and preach, is he doesn't want him to take for himself, ascribe to himself, the transforming and cleansing power that Jesus gives. And so often in our lives we can do that because when we see ourselves made clean, we fail to recognize that we were once unclean. And we can create this division with those who are. 
And yet, to be a priest of Jesus Christ, to be the one who transforms, heals, and changes the world, we must recognize again and again and again that we are unclean. We must humble ourselves again and again and again by falling on our face before Jesus. We go to the sacrament of confession. We fall on our face. We say to the Lord, Lord, if you wish, you can make me clean. And guess what he does? He says, I do will it. Be made clean. We come to Mass every Sunday or even more. And the Lord, we say to him, Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. And he says, I do have mercy. But we must humble ourselves. We must recognize that we need something greater. We need something true. We need something beautiful. We need Jesus to heal us. And in the gospel, and I'm probably going to, I'm just going to, it's a Greek word. We hear that Jesus was moved with pity. Moved with pity. And in Greek, the word is splanchnathes which literally means his guts, his insides were twisted. So when Jesus sees us laying before him, when we come to him humble and contrite, he doesn't, again, just say, be made clean. But he is wrenched from the inside out. He takes on to himself our brokenness. He himself loves us with a love that knows no bounds. And when we start to live in this reality of being called to be both priest and leper, of humbling ourselves constantly before God, we can, like St. Paul, say to others, be imitators of me, but only insofar as I am of Christ Jesus. Imitate me because I love without bond, without bound. Imitate me because God is changing my life. Don't imitate me because I'm a nice guy or I'm funny or I have nice things. Imitate me insofar as I love, as I die for others, as I heal, transform, and build up the world. In a small village in France, an actor dressed as a priest made a young boy's day. On this campus, in this community, each one of us transformed to the priesthood of Jesus Christ, can change the world, can change not only someone's day, but someone's life. May we imitate each other insofar as we are all imitators of Christ.